Thank you, Brenda. Rick. Be turning to 1 Samuel chapter 17. 1 Samuel chapter 17. We'll begin in verse 32. This morning we begin uh, a look at uh, John chapter 10 and the simple statement, I am the good shepherd. And how much is involved in that simple statement and telling us who Jesus is and who we are. Every Hebrew was familiar with the history of King David. King David was a true national hero. They were proud of their heritage. They were proud of King David. But they also knew that before he was a king, he was also a shepherd. And there's a snapshot of a particular day that outlines the character and the resources and the abilities of a shepherd. These we need to keep in mind while we're thinking about the term that Jesus Christ is our good shepherd. What does this involve, the good shepherd? Well, let's look at what being a shepherd would involve. And everybody got the the big picture when Jesus said what he said uh, on the porch of the temple. 1 Samuel chapter 17, we'll begin reading in verse 32. Verse 32, would you stand as the scriptures read, please? David said to Saul, let no man's heart fail because of him. That's Goliath. Your servant will go and fight with this Philistine. Saul said to David, you're not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him. You are a youth, and he is a man of war from his youth. But David said to Saul, your servant used to keep his father's sheep. And when a lion or bear came and took a lamb out of the flock, I went out after it and struck it and delivered the lamb from its mouth. And when it arose against me, I caught it by its beard and struck and killed it. Your servant has killed both lion and bear. And this uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them, seeing he has defied the armies of the living God. Moreover, David said, The Lord who delivered me from the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear, he will deliver me from the hand of this Philistine. Saul said to David, Go, and the Lord be with you. So Saul clothed David with his armor, and he put a bronze helmet on his head, and he also clothed him with a coat of mail. David fastened his sword to his armor and tried to walk, for he had not tested them. David said to Saul, I cannot walk with these, for I have not tested them. David took them off, and he took his staff in his hand, and he chose for himself five smooth stones from the brook and put them in a shepherd's bag in a pouch which he had, and his sling which was in his hand. And he drew near to the Philistine. So the Philistine came and began drawing near to David. The man who bore the shield went before him. And when the Philistine looked about and saw David, he disdained him, for he was only youth, ruddy, and good-looking. So the Philistine said to David, Am I a dog that you come to me with sticks? And the Philistine cursed David by his gods. And the Philistine said to David, Come to me and I'll give your flesh to the birds of the air and the beasts of the field. Then David said to the Philistine, You come to me with a sword and a spear and with a javelin. 
But I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. This day the Lord will deliver you into my hand. I will strike you and take your head from you. And this day I will give the carcasses of the camp of the Philistines to the birds of the air and the wild beasts of the earth, and that all the earth may know there is a God in Israel. Then all this assembly shall know that the Lord does not save with sword and spear, for the battle is the Lord's, and he will give you into our hands. Let's pray together, please. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for what your word teaches us about Jesus Christ, about his abilities, about the work of a shepherd. And let's keep this in mind, Father, and remind us of these things when we face our enemies as well. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. You may be seated. A lot of times we think of a shepherd as a very docile individual, a very gentle individual as he had to deal with uh, sheep. Sheep are not very big. Sheep are not very strong. It's not like you're dealing with a 2,000-pound Brahma bull here. So you might think of a shepherd as not having a lot of reason to stand up and be bold. But the first thing we realize is a shepherd's courage. Now, I mentioned this morning that the sheepfold was erected to keep the prowlers out, the predators, human or wild. There were coyotes, there were wolves, there were lions, there were bears. This was to keep them out. However, there were times where the shepherd had to stand between these predators and the sheep. So the first thing we notice is the shepherd's courage. The shepherd showed no hesitation to step forward and meet the danger and to go toward the danger. Now, Jesus said this as we read in John chapter 10, verse 11. He says, the good shepherd will give his life for the sheep. The hireling flees because he's a hireling and doesn't own the sheep. But the good shepherd doesn't run. The shepherd stands to the point of even facing death to go and meet the danger. What's the difference? He said the hireling flees because he has not paid for the sheep. He doesn't own the sheep. The shepherd owns the sheep. The shepherd cares for the sheep. So the shepherd will run to meet the danger and step between the sheep and the danger. Now, if you want to apply that in a literal sense to the Lord being our shepherd and the good shepherd, the shepherd owns the sheep. And what did the shepherd pay for us? Jesus Christ bought the church with his blood. He owns the church. He owns believers. He owns us. And he bought us with the blood on the cross. Don't you think then that just like the sheep and the shepherd in the field and the shepherd running to meet the danger, how much more will Jesus Christ step between us and the danger? How much more does he love us? How much more did he pay for us when we talk about the good shepherd versus just another shepherd? But he says the shepherd will give his life because he cares for the sheep. He owns them and the hireling flees. We also notice the shepherd's skill. 
David was quite impressive. He was a small guy, a little guy, but he was spunky, but also he was skillful. Because the bravery is not going to do it if you can't deliver the goods. And David said, your servant kept the sheep. And there arose at different times a lion and a bear. And he said, I delivered a sheep out of the mouth of a lion and a bear. There's some skill. One thing we realize, he more or less took care of business pretty quickly because if a lion or a bear gets hold of a little sheep, it's not long till there's not much left. And he said, I delivered them. I got there in time. This man had some serious skills. He knew how to fight the lion and the bear. You know why? Because he knew how the lion and the bear would fight. So here is a small person much smaller than the lion and the bear, able to deliver out of the mouth of the lion and the bear. Of course, we know the passage of scripture that I mentioned this morning. Your adversary, the devil, walks around as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. Now, his tricks may take us by surprise, but they won't take the shepherd by surprise. He knows how the lion fights. Therefore, we need to let him fight our battles and trust him to go out and meet the enemy. We see the shepherd's resources. Verse 40, he took his staff in his hand and he chose for himself five smooth stones from the brook, put them in the shepherd's bag and the pouch which he had and the sling which was in his hand and he drew near to the Philistine. He took his staff in his hand. We all know, of course, the picture of the shepherd's staff. David said later in the 23rd Psalm, there are actually two pieces of equipment here, the rod and the staff. And both of these are important. What's the difference? The rod was a very small, short, heavy club. It was chosen from a sapling, and they would dig the sapling up and where the sapling meets the ground and you have the root ball, you would have a big, hard, round ball of hard wood. He would shape that to the right weight and the right balance and fit his hand. He would put a rawhide thong through a hole in it and it would be around his wrist at all times. It was a short club. He could throw it with accuracy. In the Middle East and in North Africa, shepherds still carry that club out in the bush. In fact, Philip Keller, who wrote concerning shepherds and sheep and talked about these passages of scripture, talked about a time where they were uh, in, in Africa, in Kenya, and a shepherd was helping to move a boulder that they had to move. And as they turned the boulder over, a cobra was coiled up onto the boulder. And he said, in a flash, that shepherd killed the cobra with the rod. It never left his hand. It never left his side. He kept it with him. The rod was for defense. The staff, on the other hand, that's what we noticed, the big, long staff with the crook in it. That was for care. With the staff, he would work with the sheep. 
He would lift the little baby lambs up and, and present them to the mothers without having to touch it. They could pick up little sheep and little lambs with that staff. They would reach out and pull sheep closer to them if they had to. They wanted to look at them a little bit closer. Sometimes shepherds would just walk along and sheep would come and ease up close to the shepherd and he would just reach out with that staff and he would touch it just kind of like walking along hand in hand and they would want to get up close to him and he would just maintain contact. You see the staff was the care and what did David say in the 23rd Psalm? Your rod and your staff they comfort me. And you see Jesus Christ is the same is the same way. He's the good shepherd. He has the rod strength and he has the staff care he has them both but then it says this and he chose for himself five smooth stones from the brook and put them in the shepherd's bag every shepherd carried a bag a pouch that he had on his side every shepherd carried that what he carry in there that's what he carries resources especially when they were moving from pasture to pasture through the course of the year they had to travel light they would have some provisions in some home bases like uh, little caves and so forth along from pasture to pasture. But as they were out there during the day with the sheep, they had what they would need in a pouch hanging on their side. What would they have in there? Well, we know from this passage of scripture, they would have the sling and they would have what stones they would need and they would carry that. It was the equivalent of your sidearm. You'd make sure you had that. And they were quite accurate with the sling. In fact, still accurate to this day. And I don't know if you've ever seen a uh, young man from the Middle East with one of these slings. It's not like a slingshot. It's a strip with a pouch in the middle, and they know how to sling it and let go of one end of it. They're very accurate. Well, that's what they had in that pouch, is that sling and the stones. Well, what else did they have? Well, David reveals to us in the 23rd Psalm, you anoint my head with oil. What would he carry in the, in the bag, in the shepherd's bag? We would have the sling, he'd have the stones, but we have this, this flask of oil. And what was that for? That was medicine. That was medicine. It had maybe a little sulfur in it, had some spices in it, and especially during the summertime when the grass was growing, you were leading your, your flocks along, flies would be bad. And they would drive the sheep to just distraction. And sheep won't thrive unless they have peace and quiet. And the bugs would literally bug them to death, literally, because they could not eat, and the, the parasites. So what they would do, they would take this oil with the sulfur, with the other chemicals and the spices in there, and they would take it and they would rub it on the face of the sheep, on his eyes and nose and ears, and, the, and then the flies would leave him alone. And what was bugging the sheep was no longer there. And the oil on the head of the sheep that the shepherd carried in this pouch would take care of the little things that pestered the sheep to distraction. Oh, isn't there a life lesson there? Isn't there a lot of little things that just pester us to distraction? Don't we let a lot of things bug us, and the pun is intended, where the Lord takes that oil, he's got the resources, hey, he's the good shepherd, and he can take 
his word and his spirit and cover us. And all of a sudden, those things that are driving us to distraction, we find peace from. You see, the shepherd carried a rod, a staff, a shepherd bag with stones, a sling for protection, but that oil that was for preventative medicine, but it was also for healing purposes. He also had medicine in there. If you had a scratch or a bump or a bruise or whatever, and the shepherd take that staff, pull the sheep close, bring it close to him, and apply the medicine. Now we realize when she, Jesus said, I am the good shepherd, there's a lot to that. And a lot to that can be found with King David that was shepherd boy David and the resources he carried with him. Now David obviously was traveling light and he ran out to meet Goliath. And he says, you coming to me with a stick? Obviously he still had his staff in his hand, probably his rod too. And then, of course, David took the sling and the stone and he took care of business. Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. You see, with just a shepherd bag and a staff and a rod, the shepherd would take care of his sheep in the wilderness for months, for months. Jesus says, I'm the good shepherd. Now, does Jesus have limited resources? Does he just have a pouch by his side with just limited resources? Jesus Christ has the resources of all of heaven and earth. And when he said, I am the good shepherd, if a human shepherd could take care of sheep with the limited resources he could carry in the pouch, how much more can Jesus Christ take care of us with the resources of all of heaven and all of earth? So therefore, can't we trust him and depend on him to fight those battles and to provide for our needs and to take care of the things that we worry about that would drive us to distraction and rest in peace knowing I'm the sheep of his pasture and the Lord is my good shepherd. Is there anything before we close? If not, let's be dismissed with a word of prayer. Thank you so much for coming.